0: It's time to renew your mind in the Word of God with the Tia Marie Arnold Podcast. Today's topic is called Soul Seeker. It comes from Deuteronomy 4.29. But from there, you will seek the Lord your God And you will find him if you seek him with your heart and with all your soul. Seeking God requires two parts of us, heart and soul. The heart of a believer is our spirit. Before Christ, our spirits were dead. We had no spiritual heartbeat. But now in Christ, our spirits are alive and desire to seek God. But seeking God with our spirits is only part of it. Our souls also need to seek God. Now that we have God inside of us, it's not about finding God because we know where he is. But it's about communing with him and hearing his will for our lives. Prayer is the main tool we have in communing with God. Prayer is also a tool in commanding our souls to seek God. Naturally, our souls don't want to seek God, especially if we don't feel like it. In prayer, our souls will start to say, this is boring. I'm too tired. I have nothing to say. And is God even listening? Does he even hear me? Have you all just ever wondered that? Like, are my prayers just kind of floating in the air and not getting to God? Like, hello, are you here? Our souls naturally want to give into what I like to call the it's, the i and the I need excuses. I'm going to say that again. The it's, the I'm's, and the I need excuses. First, there's the it's. You know them. It's too hot to pray. It's. Too cold to pray. It's too early. It's too late. We can keep going on with that one. Then comes the I'ms. I'm too hungry. I'm too thirsty. I'm already prayed up. (laughs) That's what I'm already prayed up. Uh huh. See, I see. I don't know about y'all, but I need to stay prayed up. And lastly, the I needs. I need to go get my hair done. I need to go get my nails done. the ladies I need to go get a haircut for the men I need to go get uh, money from the bank I need to send that email yeah that's a typical one I need to send this text message first right let me send this text message God and then I'll get with you Mm -hmm. I need to catch that sale at Macy's or now that the coronavirus is happening I need to go online and catch the sale because we don't know or you know We don't know if they're going to change the prices within the next 20 minutes (laughs) or it's too late. And the big one, I need the I need to finish that Netflix series. Uh huh. Yeah, we all do it because let me tell you them things. Lord Jesus, you can really get caught up. So our souls will find any and every excuse to stop us from taking time to seek God. Our spirits are alive, new, and born again, but our souls need to be renewed and reprogrammed. In order for that to happen, we have to seek God with both our heart, which is our spirit, and our soul. In seeking the Lord, we must submit to what he wants. Deuteronomy, again, 4 says, but... From there, you will seek the Lord, your God, and you will find him and seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. All your heart, not some of your heart, not half of your heart, but all your heart. So how can we do that? By praying God's word back to him. When we pray the word of God, we are renewing our souls and reprogramming our thoughts. We must focus on things above and not on earthly things such as the its, the imes, and the I needs. When we pray the word of God, we are lining or we're in alignment and we're lining our souls up with the spirit. And now we can seek God, hear his voice, and do his will for our lives. And isn't that our desire? That should be our desire to hear his voice and to do his will for our lives, not our will. And the more we behold his word, the more we become like him. And that's my heart's desire. I want to be more like him because listen, T is a hot mess. So he's done a great work in me, but I want to continue to grow we should want to continue to be more like him and so our prayers can't be prayers of what we want and it it can't be us putting God on the back burner we need to pray his word so you have to get in his word to be able to pray his word second corinthians 3:17 and 18 says now second corinthians 3:17 and 18 says now the lord is the spirit And where the spirit of the Lord is, which he's in you, he's in me, there is liberty, freedom. But we all with unveiled face, and I love that. That means that our face is no longer covered, that we are in raw form face to face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So His Word, beholding His Word, being in Him, transforms us and makes us more like Him. So as we go into think about it, I have a few things that I want you to think about. And if you are familiar with my podcast, this is just a section where I try to give you some things to uh, think on to help with perspective. And you may already have that perspective, but it's always good to renew yourself with godly perspective. So the first thing that I want you to think about are, what are some excuses that your soul makes when trying to pray? Now, I kind of showed you what mine were, and and some I don't think about that all the time, but just some of the things that I kind of pulled up. But what are some things or some bad habits you know, that you put in front of prayer. And I want you to challenge yourself to write down, and if you if you're not like in a car or anything, write down what it is that you do tell yourself and then write a a phrase or a combating phrase or a scripture that will push you in the direction of prayer some things that I think about um, are, are my prayers good enough? You know, some people, well, that's what I used to think about. I used to wonder, like, are my prayers good enough? You know, am, am I saying it right? And that's where the word of God takes all that away. You don't have to worry about if your prayers are good enough because you're praying the word of God, right? And God just wants to commune with you. So no matter what you're thinking, the negative stuff that you may be telling yourself about praying, it's not, it's not about these elaborate words. God just wants to have time with you. I always say that prayer is meeting meeting God's love language of quality time. And I don't know if you're familiar with the five love languages, but one of them is quality time. And so prayer and spending that time with God is meeting that love language for God. The second thing I want you to think about is think about how you personally view prayer because that's important. And like what I'm sharing today, uh, we, we need to command our souls to seek God, to be soul seekers. So if you view prayer as something that is scary or something that is boring, then you're not going to desire to spend that time with God. But if you look at it, like I remember a season I was in and I used to uh, sit at a dining room table every morning in the dining room and spend time with God. And I started calling that my dining with daddy moment. You know, so it be it it no longer had this um feeling of pressure that I had to be all prepared and come a certain way. He's my daddy and I'm dining with him. So it kind of felt like a date. And so that took the pressure off of me making this religious thing, and it's me just spending my time with my daddy. And that really helped change my view. Um one of the things that I used to view about prayer was like, I needed to keep a pulse because I would hear so many people that would pray like, and and, you know, and they, they had this and they were like speaking powerful and, and it was like, man, (laughs) you know, it wow it was kind of intimidating you know and so I had to tell myself like don't be intimidated by those people who are are praying like that you know or people who boast about how great they pray like I just had to find me and When I'm really in that place, I mean, I don't know what I sound like. I ain't paying attention because I'm like I'm slaying devils and I'm just I'm just going and I'm whatever, you know, but that was one of the thoughts that I used to have. Like my pulse and my tone needs to be stronger. It needs to be more authoritative. And but if you're trying to your natural to do those things, it's not real. Like let that let it develop, you know, Uh, life and circumstances is going to bring out a fire in you. So. Don't try to be that. Just be who you are. And I think now my view of prayer. So I talk I talked to you about the dining with daddy, but um, and that was a few years ago. Now I have a meeting place with daddy that is it's already like when I know that I go to this place and it's in my shower. My shower and sometimes in my closet. I mean there's different places, but when I'm in the shower I know that's me and daddy's time and he meets me and he he just wraps his arms around me. I feel his presence. I have had so many incredible moments with daddy in my shower. I never thought it would be in my shower. I mean, because listen, I know I'm not the only one. The car used to be the spot where I would just cry and I would, you know, just go all out. But then you gotta be careful when you're on the road. But I now come with this expectancy that daddy is going to meet me here and we're going to talk. We're going to talk. And every time is not the same. There's some days that I'm wrecked. I mean, there's some days that I could barely stand up in there. I actually bought me a shower seat so that I can sit down and talk to my daddy. Yes, I did. I got it from Amazon, 20 some dollars. But cuz I was sitting, you know, cuz there was one day God wrecked me so bad and I had nowhere to sit down because I couldn't stand. So I just like fell to my knees. And so I was just like, okay, I need to get a shower seat because sometimes I just have to sit and be quiet and wait for him to, you know, to minister to my pain or whatever I'm walking through or just to sing to him. Um, But he meets me there and it's so intimate and it's precious. And now I find myself and this is the miracle and a big part of my testimony that I haven't really shared, but I just remember for so many years wanting uh, a desire to pray and wanting to, uh, wanting to look forward to meeting with daddy every day. And I knew that it was important, but I struggled. I struggled. I didn't understand. I mean, I would hear about people's prayer life and I'm like, well, I just talked to Daddy when I'm driving to work. And to me, those were great moments at the time, but I just always sensed that there was more. And you know, I believe that with God, you get you get what you put into it with God. So if you want to if you want more of God, you spend more time with God. If you want less less of God, you spend less time with God. And I truly desired more of God, but I didn't know how to get this desire prayer until I let go of my preconceived notions and my idea of what prayer should look like. And I just showed up. I showed up with a heart that just wanted him to to meet me. And it started to cultivate this relationship. And it's a miracle now because I love it. I love spending my time with daddy. And It doesn't, I don't, you know, I'm only talking about it because it's my podcast, but I don't go around telling everybody about my time with daddy. Like, cause it's not, it's not about me. It's not about making me look spiritual or whatever. It really is. It is the most important time of my day. And if I don't do it, it's off. So I don't, I don't miss it. I love spending time with him and it's authentic and there's no pressure of religion and there's no pressure of time you know there's some days I I don't every time I really don't I don't get out the shower and look at my watch and say oh that was an hour oh that was two hours look at look at that you know I'm super spiritual today. I don't do that I, I just spend my time with him and when I feel that you know our time is which he's with me all the time, but you know, that particular time, that, that sense of intimacy that I have with him when, when I feel like I've heard from him or that that time is done. And then I just, I go on and I feel full and satisfied. I spent a little bit more time on that one than I wanted to, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if that was for somebody. I hope that that helped maybe take the pressure off of you about how your time with God is supposed to look like so that it can become enjoyable. Because really, that is my desire for you. That is what I hope you take away from this today is that you find that authentic way of spending time with God. And I believe that he can meet you even in the things that you enjoy and he'll turn them into just phenomenal like you are you may already enjoy it. i like taking a walk like before this coronavirus happened um so I had two times with the Lord you know I would go walk at the mall after I dropped the kids off at school I would go walk at the mall every day and I would listen to the word of God and then after I would listen to the word I would pray and I just love that and that was so I wasn't having that it wasn't a very intimate time with God because it was more people around, but he would still talk to me and he would still feel me. And then when I would come home and take that, you know, after walking and come and have my shower with him, then it would be that intimate time. You know, but what I'm saying is, even in the things that you enjoy doing, he can meet you there and you could build that relationship like I said for me it really started to build when I started when I labeled that moment with him as dining with my daddy so maybe I don't know have fun with it and label it something you know because it's like with me and my husband we call it date nights whenever we have them it's called date nights and so it's like oh I'm having a date night I put a label on it a fun label a fun way and it just kind of just it gives it an um a form of identity you know it it makes you feel like this is an event. This is what we're doing. So I don't know. That kind of came from left field, but there you have it. All right. So, and lastly, pray and ask God about the questions you may have about prayer. He wants you to ask him. He wants to know, um, he wants to answer the questions you may have about it. And I hope today that he has used me to help in that way. But He will answer you, even if if you just show up. Okay, God, I'm trying this prayer thing. Uh, don't know what to say, but I'm here. You know. And what is prayer even about? What do you want? What do you want from this? What does this do? I mean, just just ask him, and then quietly just sit there. My prayer life was developed also through writing. I didn't always have the words and I actually didn't always have the environment to be able to be intimate with God. So I wrote in my journals and I would write my prayers down and it would be really cool to go back. I go back sometimes and I listen to them. I mean, I I read them and it's like, man, you know, Um, but if you if you just want to start there in your prayer time, just writing it down. Because when you go back and you see how God has answered it, it will actually help develop a trust and a relationship that you have with daddy. So that's what I have for you today. I pray that you will become um, that your soul will become a seeker to God and not seek things that uh, draw you away from God, but seeking God's word being drawn into him and. Um, you know, and like I said, praying God's word back to him, you have to get into his word. So find scriptures and even find prayer books. There are a lot of prayer books out there that that have scriptures that can match your situation. So for Jeff and I, we have been believing God for many years for a just for a, a huge financial blessing to do certain things that we believe God is calling us to do in the kingdom, and I found a book that had scriptures that related to financial blessings, and I prayed for years. Have prayed those scriptures, and I've seen Him move in it. So that can help you, and that and that also helps get the scripture inside of you. But you can still pray while you're reading. Just repeat it over and over. You, God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think, you know, just keep saying that. And, and it's getting the word in you. So, uh let this just be an encouragement to you which is what i pray this podcast is being all the time is i want it to be an encouragement I want it to be uplifting I want it to push you forward and maybe give you the charge and the confidence that you need to go another day and to do your best and to do good you know if it's not doing that let me know but i but I really do pray uh now I'm gonna be honest right I'm not i'm not gonna give you fluff i'm gonna keep it real with the word of god we if you know if something is biblically not right i pray in jesus name that i will never say it because i want everything that comes out of my mouth to be edifying and to be a blessing and to line up with the word of god for you well thank you so much for um listening to the Tia Marie Arnold podcast. I look forward to having some more time with you on my next episode. If you want to stay connected, please subscribe so that you will know when a new episode is posted. I really enjoy doing this. I enjoy spending this time with you. I would love to hear feedback and encouragement Um, As I encourage, it's a blessing to also be an encourager. Um, So if you feel led to do that, it will be greatly appreciated. And I will see you next time. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For more information on Tia Marie Arnold Ministries, please visit us at www.tiamariearnold.com.